All right, we are back. You probably noticed uh, in the last couple of shows I didn't have a lot to say about um, the election results. That's because uh, I was in Australia and those shows were pre-recorded. But yes, I did learn about the results of the U.S. election while I was in Port Vila, Vanuatu, of all places. And in the weeks and months to come, we're going to have to take a look back at, uh, at the election reporting and the ramp up to, uh, to what happened in the election. The polls were all showing that a lot of swing states were in play. It turned out, in fact, uh, it appears that was less true than we supposed. Obama wound up taking every single swing state that was in play, except North Carolina. In the end, that and Indiana were the only two states uh, that he carried four years ago that he failed to carry this time. There was some monkey business going on with polling and uh, perhaps some very curious strategies that were used by Team Obama. I don't know. We're going to talk about that in the weeks to come. Far and away, the most heartbreaking uh, news to come out of the election for this correspondent was the fact that Measure T in Sacramento, (laughs) it planned to get rid of the claw, which picks up leaves in the city of trees, went down to defeat. Now, in spite of the fact that uh, the Sacramento Bee backed the party line of the Sacramento City Council, as did, surprisingly, Sacramento News and Review, and everybody was down on the claw, because some people just, they just don't like having leaves in the street, you know, to which I say, move to Tucson. But in spite, in spite of the fact that there was very, very little opposition to this measure, which I'm proud to report Radio Parallax did give some airtime to, this, mer- this measure just squeaked by 51.4% to 48.6%. I'd like to think that had we really uh, uh, gotten the news out there and beat the drum properly and, and helped uh, the people that opposed this measure, it might well have gone down to defeat. And it might be a good point to mention, when I say all of that, those opinions, like all those heard on this program, do not necessarily represent those of KDVS, our sponsors, or the University of California. But then, you knew that. In my opinion, a community radio station like this one has a mission. Actually, this is not, exa- this is not just my opinion. It is a, it is a matter of record that uh, community-based stations like KDVS are supposed to make efforts to work for the benefit of the public, which is why they're not commercial stations running advertising. And I truly do believe that had the issues been given a proper hearing, and they were not in local publications, uh, I do think that uh, this, this ballot measure could well have gone down in flames. And of course, being one of, uh, one of our pet peeves here on this show, we're going to need to cover developments in, in, in this area. In other news regarding ballot propositions in California, and um, I was sort of startled to see that uh, my friend Roger uh, whipped out his iPad in a hotel in Australia, and we went to the Secretary of State's office and we were able to to check out the election results, which just, I don't know, just doesn't seem right. But it is what we do these days, and I guess it is time for me to get an iPad or some, some equivalent device. But yeah, the closely watched measure that would have required uh, labeling in California for genetically modified organisms being used in, in the food products went down to defeat after heavy, heavy lobbying against it. And uh, I am happy to note that uh, the effort to repeal California's death penalty failed. An opinion, by the way, which Mr. McMillan does not share. 
And then maybe the biggest surprise of all, uh, veteran Congressman Dan Lundgren went down to defeat. Without a doubt, the redistricting lines in California, which were drawn by a citizens commission, not by the legislators themselves, surely contributed to Dan Lundgren being returned to private citizenship. We hail this as a positive trend. If politicians are allowed to carve up districts so that they have safe seats, then they don't really feel they have to reach across the aisle to people who may not necessarily agree with them completely. This is uh, uh, felt to be a major reason why we have such gridlock in our state legislature. And uh, the same is definitely true on the national landscape. It's another topic we need to return to. Uh, in places like Pennsylvania, where the Democrats uh, in congressional races won a thumping majority, it turned out that something like only five out of 19 congressional seats uh, went to went to uh, Democrats because of the gerrymandering that still goes on in lots of locations, if not most of them. And by the way, one of the measures on the ballot was an effort to um, to get rid of the redrawn district lines, and and thankfully, people saw through that, and it failed. I also want to note that from the the more things change, the more they stay the same file. Uh, I, I was just dismayed to come back, pick up a Sacramento Bee, December 2nd issue, and just see more blathering on the sports page about how, well, the Maloof, boy, it'd be better if they gave us more honest about this and blah, blah, blah. This astounding toothache of a non-story about the Sacramento uh, Kings staying or not staying, getting offers elsewhere. Good God. You know, can we just help them pack? I mean, if they would just go away, maybe some of these sports writers would actually have to do some reporting. Well, I don't know. Sports reporting is a bit of an oxymoron with, a, with emphasis on the moron. But God, if I have to see one more picture of Gavin and Joe Maloof, I think I might just jump off a high bridge. And in spite of all of all of these promises we had uh, months ago, that when we do this, uh, the Sweethearts murder case of this uh, Richard Hirschfield, that the justice would be swift. I come back and find that you know that the defense attorneys are putting people to stand to talk about how he had a tough childhood why other kids shunned him and this troubled him greatly. Of course, I, want to do, I do want to note as this case drags on that uh, he, Hirschfeld, was convicted of first-degree murder of these two UC Davis students uh, with special circumstances of multiple murders, murder during the course of kidnapping, and murder during the commission of a sexual attack. So now what they're deciding is whether they're going to execute him or he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison with no chance of parole. Now, I know there's been some controversy in the past of whether, you know, physicians are going to be allowed to go in there and push the syringe down when they execute these guys via lethal injection. Just want to add in a personal note that, uh, hey, guys, if you can't find anybody, my schedule's pretty open in the months to come. Oh, Mr. McMillan's looking at me with a big frown on his face. <laughs> schedule's pretty full, isn't it? Actually, my schedule is pretty full, but I think I would make the time for certain things as needed. And uh, we had mentioned the fact that the opinions in this show are just mine alone, right? And doggone it, Mr. Millen notes we've got about time for, I don't know, two minutes of show left. Uh, so two things. We're going to talk a bunch of science on next week's program, but uh, NASA needs to rein in the big mouth of their, uh, their science investigator on the Curiosity rover who hinted while I was overseas that there was going to be a, a, a huge announcement, one for the history books. 
This got people speculating about finding organic compounds on Mars. The guy spoke earlier this week at a meeting in San Francisco and said, no, I just meant that in general, the science we're doing is probably going to wind up in the history books. Dude, shut up. This is like that scene from This is Spinal Tap. Where the guy at the military base tells him, you know, you know, we're actually huge fans. Well, not of, not of you in particular, but of the whole rock and roll genre. Yeah, boy, this science we're doing in general, it's going to wind up in the history books. You dope. But in the meantime, NASA has found ice on Mercury. It's now pretty much confirmed, which is pretty interesting. It means there's almost certainly going to be ice on the moon, which means if we ever go back, we're going to have resources there that we need. Cool stuff. Lots of cool stuff. But uh, I guess the final bit of amusement for today's program is the fact that um, our president, who is a bit of a lightweight, but I can't resist quoting The Economist, which before the election said, America could do better than Barack Obama. Sadly, Mitt Romney does not fit the bill. To which I would add, I agree on both counts. And while I have been a... David Letterman fan since I saw him in the Comedy Store back in 1978. Honoring him at the Kennedy Center along with Dustin Hoffman, Chicago bluesman Buddy Guy, ballerina Natalia Makarova, and Led Zeppelin just leaves me scratching my head. How about you, dear listener? Yes, the the nation's highest award for those who have influenced American culture through the arts goes to Led Zeppelin. I mean, don't get me wrong, they've, they've had their moments, but I don't know. Of course, this did apparently get Led Zeppelin onto the Letterman show after the the event, during which point one of the band members was reminiscing about John Bonham stealing cars, prompting Letterman to ask, uh, did, you, did you mention the car theft part when you were at the Kennedy Center? And I guess while he was at the event, uh, Letterman referred to uh, uh, bluesman Buddy Guy, noting that uh, he made his first guitar strings using the wires from a window screen. Letterman apparently quipped, that worked until his parents started wondering how all the mosquitoes were getting in. And on that note, we think we better call it a day. Our thanks to Pamela Taylor, who we'll, we will be hearing more from in the future. This program was produced by Edward McMillan. This has been Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett, and I will see you next week. We'll talk travel, and we'll talk science, and we'll probably talk about a whole other stuff, too. We'll see you then. 